This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. everyone. You're listening to Thoughts and Theories on ORFM, where I'll delve deeper into the meanings and messages of films, books, TV shows, and more. I'm Asha Amaasri, and let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts and Theories. I hope you guys are all doing okay. Um, Happy holidays, by the way. It's uh, finally December. Well, well, it's mid-December, technically. Or, depending on when you're listening to this, it could be January or whatever. Anyway, happy holidays. I sure am enjoying my holiday. Um, Today, I wanted to talk about, uh, I guess, celebrity lives. Um, I think we all know uh, celebrities sort of have it tough in a different way that we, I guess, regular folk have it tough. Um, but I wanted to focus specifically on the K-pop industry, though it isn't necessarily exclusive to the K-pop industry, just um, this is what I want to focus on today. We're so used to having, like, seeing our celebrities that we, you know, and love um, go on stage uh, or on the TV, whether that's in a movie, TV show, or if it's an artist, whatever, just famous people in general, right? We see them online and they look like they have the perfect life. I mean, how could they not? They have money, they have um, beauty, fame, they have it pretty much all, right? This is the stuff that we generally don't have access to, depending on your situation. We all have moderate... um, access to it, whereas these celebrities look like they have an excess of money, fame, attention, and whatever, and it looks like they have the perfect life, whether it's that that Ferrari car, the, you know, that diamond carrot ring, I I don't know how diamonds are calculated, I don't know, like, wealthy stuff, (laughs) you can tell I'm poor, not kidding, (laughs) Um, but yeah, nah, Uh, they seem to always have it perfect, right? But then we're always so interested in celebrity gossip and celebrity drama, and we wonder, how could they have drama when they have it all? But I think it's um, one thing that we all know as we grow up. As a kid, like I said, I've sort of idolized these people. Like, for example, I'd look up to Selena Gomez as one of my, you know, childhood idols, and she would be, I just remember listening to her songs, and she's just, like, so beautiful, so amazing, and so talented. I'd watch her in Wizards of Waverly Place on Disney Channel, and i watch her, you know, music career grow just as I grew. But as a kid, I never really understood the implications of what it means to be a celebrity. I mean, do you really want to be a celebrity when you find out just what it takes and what it means to be a celebrity? I don't think... I don't think a lot of us actually know what it means. I mean, we know the snippets. We know the little bit from the drama. But to actually live that celebrity life 24-7, I don't think I can handle it. And mad respect for people to be able to do it and not lose themselves to the madness and to the chaos. Uh, I mean, we've already seen so many, like, um, 
stories that have, you know, gone down just because of this celebrity status. I mean, like, for example, Michael Jackson, uh, Britney Spears, uh, that guy who played, who starred in Home Alone. And obviously, you have no privacy, right? Um, and I don't know about you, but I really respect my privacy. Just these small things that we take for granted, you know, like walking along the street, buying the groceries, just being able to hang out with friends without having a camera shoved up my face, you know, without someone like um, trying to psychoanalyze every single move you make, every person you meet. Are you dating this person? Are you dating that? Who broke up with who? You know, what's the fallout? And then people like trying to, you know, go into your business as if it's their business and trying to advise you and force you to do these things like it's just it's just crazy you know like sometimes you would look at the perfect celebrity life and you would think you would want it but if you look at the actual journey it took to be able to obtain those things I wouldn't want to sacrifice what I have right now to get all those materialistic things and that may sound make me sound like quite pretentious but Honestly, I really, I really don't. I mean, like, maybe because I'm really young and I still have someone supporting me financially, um, I just feel like it's not worth it, you know? Uh, I mean, I have my family, I have I have what I need with my friends, and to be able to hang out with them freely and do whatever I want without having the media, like, breathing down my neck the minute I do one single mistake. Oh, God, there's a huge scandal. Um, Asha wore plaids with stripes. Oh, my God. And then the media is going to, like, judge me so hard and end my career. Like, what? It's just... I mean, imagine that, right? Everyone makes mistakes. It's just human, right? But... Imagine having one single mistake, like getting a math, getting like a question wrong in a math exam, but then having that stupidity, that just that moment of like dumbness um, exposed not only to the entire class, but to the entire school. Imagine that, like your principal reading out like, oh, Asha got two plus two wrong and everyone should know about it. And everyone's saying, uh, Asha, obviously two plus two is four, not uh, one, right, or something, and then everyone's just judging me for something that I know is a dumb mistake, but, like, at the time, you were under pressure of the exam or whatever, like, can you sort of get what I mean? You don't want anyone to advertise your faults and your mistakes, but to be a celebrity is to be a celebrity 24-7. You don't have a personal life. You don't know like, everyone knows everything. There's no such thing as secrets. And someone who you would think as a friend, as someone you would trust, would could easily just betray you for money, for fame, for attention, whatever, to have what you have. And we obviously have a lot of films and um, shows already talking about, like, this and stuff. And it's a, probably, like, overspoken about. Um, which, yeah, not fair. Um, but I just... It came to my attention recently... Um, cause I've always, and I'm sure it's applies to you guys as well. Like we've already, we, we've always like thought about this. We always knew that being the celebrity isn't actually what it's made out to be. Right. Um, we knew it, but it's just sort of been in the back of our minds and it's just been sitting there and it is what it is. Right. Like, you know, ju- it is how it is just as how the world is round and it turns around. Right. Like it can't do anything about it. It has nothing to do with me. So I'm just going to go on with my daily life. But then 
I was on a holiday recently. I was at Christchurch, and um, I was in my I was stuck in my hotel room just chilling with my sister, and uh, there was a TV in our room, so we decided to put on some random stuff stuff that we wouldn't usually watch at home. Like we would listen to songs, right? But that would be on Spotify. We wouldn't be looking at music videos and stuff as often, and we wouldn't be watching it together on a TV. But uh, we were it was there, and we had nothing to do, so we just put like whatever was on. And we decided to put on some K-pop, because as you do, right? I'm a huge... I used to be a huge K-pop fan, if you guys don't know, but... So we decided to go down memory lane. And we decided to look at Blackpink, um, because I know they released some songs recently, and we were just talking about that and their music progression, and, you know, stuff like that, as you do. But, oh my god. Like, I... I mean, I knew... I knew they were thin, I, I, I knew it because obviously generally K-pop idols are thin because that's the that's the beauty standard unfortunately uh, but it is what it is right and like I knew they were thin and um, it's always been in the back of my mind but I haven't actually seen them proper proper until I was watching that music video for like quite a while it's been some years since I've seen them like properly online and stuff like that so to see them dancing and stuff like how is this legal? Like, genuinely, I I kid you not. I kid you not. Go go to one of their music videos right now um, and, like, look up Pink Venom or whatever their songs are called. <laughs> I completely forgot. But, like, their recent ones more than their old ones. Like, their old ones, they were already thin. But let's just focus on Lisa specifically right now. Like, let's go to the Lisa um, music video and her solo songs, right? And because she's the dancer of the group, one of the dancers. And um, you can see her ribs you can see it like she doesn't even like oh my god and especially with the outfits that they're wearing right because they're genuinely quite revealing and you know things like that um to show off their figure like you can see her ribs protruding out of her stomach her stomach isn't even just flat it is concaved within her you can see her ribs i cannot stress that enough and her wrists are so tiny, you can see the bones and everything, and I'm just like, what? Like, again, I knew they were thin. I knew it. But to see how much... Oh, God, like, I can't even imagine. I mean, I already know, like, I've heard enough about K-pop, like, uh, celebrity lifestyles to know that it's quite demanding. You know, you have to be dancing, and you've got, uh, like, all the time, and you've got to maintain, like, a strict diet at so that your physique is maintained or that you know as they want you stick thin just as lisa is right now and like i knew that and i knew the consequences of that but like i said it didn't really matter to me because well yeah it didn't involve me in my direct life so i just you know it's been in the back of my mind and it's not something urgent but when you look at it you sort of truly see and truly process and understand like holy crap that sucks. That sucks so much. And I can't believe it's happening. I don't understand how that's, like, legal. I'm obviously... Oh my god, like... Seriously, I I wish I could show you videos through this podcast right now, or, like, pictures. But you guys can search that up easily on your own. But um, And I'm sure there's, like, a lot of analytic videos and stuff like that. And, like, looking at how demanding the media is, I wouldn't, I am honestly not surprised how many celebrities are depressed, suffer, uh, are suffering from uh, anxiety, eating disorders, and all that stuff. Because, honestly, 
being the the how do I say this? Uh, the me- the beauty standard of the media is so contradicting, and it pulls you in all three sixty different directions, right? Like there, one moment they're telling you that you need to be pale, the next you need to be dark skinned, next you need to be tanned, you need to be thin, you need to be curvy, and all that, right? Like it's just it's honest trash, right? Uh, but it it is what it is, and it sucks. Uh, but that's what I wanted to bring up to you today. I remember having this conversation with someone a long time ago. Um, I was visiting... Actually, I didn't know this person. Um, I was visiting a friend, uh, but that friend couldn't make it, so it was just me and the mutual friend. It was really awkward, but, I mean, we, we got on quite well over pizza. It was really nice. Anyway, so we were just talking about K-pop and stuff, and because we found out we were kindred spirits <laughs> of a sort, and uh, we were, like, really big fans of BTS and Blackpink and stuff like that. And at the time, I remember I was being really, like, observant about this stuff because I was so obsessed with K-pop, and I remember thinking oh my god, they're so thin, I'm so worried. Um, And I wanted to, and it was such a recent, like, realization, and this was the only person, even though I just met her, was a recent person that I wanted to talk to, so I just brought it out to her, and I'm just like, do you, like, I I remember, like, bringing out Lisa specifically as well, in this example, and I said, uh, something along the lines of, hey, um, Lisa's really cool, but, like, have you noticed how she looks? Like, she's so skinny and stuff like that. Um, And then, but before I could say about how concerned I was and about how worried I was and, like, you know, basically trash talk the company and the media and everything because I was, you know, going to go into a whole thing, I had just complimented... I had just said... I just complimented her and I just said, like, oh, you know, Lisa, she's so skinny and stuff. Before I got to say, I'm really worried, she cut off... She cut me off and she was just like, I know, right? She's so pretty. I wish to be like her. And I immediately shut my mouth as soon as she said that because I'm like, oh, oh, dear... Uh, I'm talking about... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> luckily, I, I, luckily she cut me off, because it would have been a very awkward conversation. But talking to her, I sort of came to the realization that, yeah, it's there are people that exist that, you know, fall, fall victim to these sort of beauty standards that are set through the media, through um, celebrities like Lisa and Blackpink and whoever else, and they want to be like that. Because, like I said... Celebrities have the so-called perfect life, you know? They've got talent, beauty, fame, right? So why wouldn't you have that? They are the prime example of what human beings would want to be, right? So little girls, such as I, or such as I used to be, older now, but whatever, little girls or who, little boys or whatever, whoever, we look at the people on the internet who seem to have their life sorted out and just think... I want to be like that. I want to have that. Without truly grasping the knowledge and the consequences of wanting to have what they want. Because at the end of the day, they're just like us. They make mistakes. They have no idea what they're doing. Um, They just look like they have their crap together. And just like us, we're pretending like we know what we want to do when we grow up. We're pretending like we we know what the future is going to be and it's a guaranteed thing that we're going to survive to tomorrow. But in all honesty... We don't know. We don't know anything. We don't know anything more than, you know, that we're just here and we're trying to survive and live off of that. So, I don't know why we put celebrities and other people on such a high pedestal as if they're untouchable, as if they are incapable of making mistakes, as if they are someone that we should look up to all the time. That's wrong. We shouldn't do that. Of course, there's no 
problem with wanting to look up to people at times, um, with moderation, of course. There's no problem with wanting to aspire to be like another person, to have a role model, to, you know, um, have something to work towards, a precedent for you to overcome, right? The whole concept of role models and stuff like that, there's nothing wrong with that inherently, objectively. There's nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to actually executing that, it's so difficult to find a balance, right? Like, for example, you could admire someone for their for their talent, right? For example, they're selling singing prowess, and you want to become a singer, and you love how talented this person is, and you want to become like that. You want to be able to show your art, your skill to the world, and be recognized for what it is, that talent, right? But it's so hard to idolize that person's talent without also idolizing their lifestyle, what they do, what they eat, how they look, right? You stop you stop becoming, uh, you stop wanting to overcome and be like that talent and start wanting to be like that person. You see, it's just such a gray-lined area. And you have no idea what that person went through to get through the whole singing thing. I mean, like, with the whole, with the scandals and, like, like I said, the lack of privacy and stuff. I mean, for example, uh, Taylor Swift right? Um, I don't know too much on her, uh, life or her scandals or whatever, or like her issues. Uh, but I know enough because she's such a big star. And even though I don't follow her explicitly, she's so big that I sort of, it's her sort of media comes across my page every once in a while. Um, but I do know, um, that she had some issues with a producer or someone who was working with her behind the scenes. And, he was getting the rights to her music, or he was getting the money to it, or whatever. Like, she wasn't making a single cent for all her hard work. Um, so now she's been releasing, slowly, re-releasing her songs and calling them what they are, but with Taylor's version at the end. So this copy of the song, like, solely belongs to her, and all her fans are, like, saying how we should boycott the original version and listen, start listening to the new Taylor's version so then we could give her the money that she deserves, right? Yeah, so, fair enough. Um, of course, yeah, respect, like, but, you know, if she didn't bring that up, if she didn't bring that up to the surface, we, as the audience, as her fans, we would never have known that she was having those issues in the first place. We would have bought her stuff, we would have listened to her albums, and, you know, spent all this money, dedicated all this time, thinking that we're supporting her and her dreams, when, in fact, we're not. We were just enabling this other person to take advantage of her when she just got the brunt end of the deal. Everything looked fine on the surface with all the paparazzi and everything. Even with that, for the longest time, we had no clue what was going on. And isn't that just crazy? How different someone's life can be on camera and off camera and stuff? It's just crazy. And honestly, I'm glad that she's managed to... Um, you know, get her Taylor's version stuff out. I don't know if everything's already uh, released or it's still ongoing or whatever. And this may be old news, I'm sorry, but I haven't really uh, followed her explicitly. And I do know there's, like, a lot of things going around at the moment with um, Britney Spears going missing on her honeymoon or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't follow these stuff, but 
it's just been popping up on my For You page lately. I guess, I guess TikTok is telling me that I should make this podcast episode. So, here I am. Um, but yeah, now I'm getting distracted. You know what I mean, though? Like, it's just... You... Imagine being Taylor Swift for one second, and you've been working ever since you were a teenager, and you were taken advantage of, um, of your innocence and your naivety um, to signing something that you didn't know what you were doing, right? And now for, like, how, however many years that Taylor was working her butt off for this, for her life's work, she wasn't giving a, she wasn't getting a single cent of it. She was getting the recognition, yeah. But the money? Nah. The freedom? Nah. And it's just, it's such a, it, the thing is about fame, it's a double-edged sword, right? Like, yeah, you get the benefits of it, but you can't, you can't get the benefits of it without stabbing yourself, you know? Um, just imagine all that hard work, right? Like, um, I let me think of a different example. Let's say BTS, right? We know that they're one of the biggest boy bands at the moment, even though they've taken a break and everything, and they're just, you know, they're vibing. But um, one of the things that come across with um, success is we get their backstory and we get their life story and their struggles, right? And for anyone who's a big fan of BTS, and I'm sure everyone knows who BTS is, even if you don't know exactly who they are, you don't follow them explicitly, just like me and Taylor Swift. Um, but, like, hearing their backstory always makes me feel a little sad, and also really, I guess, proud of them, in a way, because to see them, like, start from the very bottom, they didn't even get, like, the benefit of starting off in a co- in a big company, so they had like a jump start. They didn't even have that like some other K-pop idols. Um, they started from the very bottom in a very small company, and they worked their way up. And they really did spend all that time, <clears throat> you know, uh, and all that blood, sweat, and tears trying to reach the top. And they did it right. And listen to their story about how seven people were trying to fit into one room, this tiny room with bunk beds and stuff, working their butts off 24-7 trying to promote their work to the different, uh, different like, award shows and stuff like that, performing at, like, p- performing at birthday parties and even, like, having their concert, giving away tickets for free so people could just listen to their music, not even making a profit off of that, just trying to expose their music and their name out there, having to conform to the, um, the, the, uh, media standards, right? For example, Jimin had a lot of, um, a lot of issues with his body because he was in the beginnings of their, like, early debut days. Uh, he was, like, sort of the body of the group a little bit because he was, um, They wanted him to work up some abs, right? And he was like, he did have abs, and he showed them off, and everyone loved it. The fans went wild. Um, But then he sort of had this pressure from then on to continue with having those abs and having that perfect physique in order to, I guess, uh, attract the fans and things like that, right? And it's just... Can you imagine that? Like, to have everyone be fawning over you one moment, but as soon as you lose... You lose the abs and you continue to, you know, go on in your own pace. People are, like, saying, oh, my God, like, he's different now. He used to be so attractive. Now he's not. Like, what? How? Like, first of all, he's wearing a shirt most of the time anyway, so it's not like he would know, okay? So back off. (laughs) Second of all, if you want abs so much, work out yourself, you lazy bum. 
instead of pressuring this other person to conform to your own, um, I guess, ideal body or whatever. Like, no, just stop it, please. Um, and I'm glad that they've reached a point in their career where they're like sort of more secure in, um, you know, what they do and they can make their own trends and they can they no longer need to conform to this stuff. But that stuff cuts deep this sort of criticism from fans and stuff, that that stuff cuts deep. And I can tell, and Jimin has been quite open about it as well, about his, um, like, struggle with his body and stuff like that. And um, I'm glad he's able to open it up like that and more people can open about it as well. And I remember them talking about how back in the day they would struggle, they would work themselves to the bone and they would work so hard and they would struggle with keeping food on the table because they don't, and they really don't know if what all these years of working hard was worth it. Um, whether they should just disband and start getting a quote-unquote reasonable job rather than just become an idol. Because becoming an idol is just such an unrealistic thing. I mean, like, there's so many talented people in the world. And how are they going to be making the difference and stuff? And just hearing their self-doubt and hearing their contemplations on their everyday lives. And it's just like, seeing them go up in fame, that that is crazy, I just think, um, and I, I don't know, I don't know, um, and, like, seeing some people, like, some talk show hosts, uh, like, look down on them, you can see them in their previous interviews, like, I remember there was this one, oh my god, it actually makes me so sad, but there was this one, I think JK, um, Jungkook, the youngest of the group, he, uh, was 16, 17 at the time, I guess, around my age, and he had brought burgers to this interview, um, or burgers, or it was, like, some sort of packed lunch. I don't remember. I haven't checked it out in a while because it makes me so sad. But he had brought, like, packed lunch to this interview thing. And obviously this uh, talk show stuff, game show thing, was supposed to help, you know, boost up their name because that's what they do, promotion stuff. And I just... Seeing these these talk shows laugh it off and sort of shove it aside, making a joke about it being leftovers... And seeing JK trying so hard not to let it show that it affected him so hard. Like, how can you... That's just... That's so sad. Like, I... Like, because like I said, he's like my age. If I was in that situation, I would have burst into tears. Because I am a crybaby, and I cannot... Like, especially when... Thinking to the fact that they had struggled a lot financially. And like I said, they could barely keep food on the table. But he had... I, I think it was with his own money as well. And he's like 16, 17 here. And he had brought this food out of his own pocket to show his kindness and his sincerity so they could get along. And they just shoved it aside, saying it was leftovers and they had already ate. And like, what? That is so rude. Regardless of whether or not this person is famous or what, to any single person, if they're giving you food... You don't just shove it away and call it leftovers, because that is, like, do you even have any human decency? Oh my god, oh my god. I'm getting so, I'm getting so emotional and stressed. Anyway, check out that video if you want to cry. Um, and I'm just going to put out a song, uh, because I need to calm down. I will be back. <laughs> Downtown, 
흔한 공허함에 난 겁을 내 복잡한 감정 속에서 삶의 사선 위에서 근실이 난더 모든 척을 해 처음도 아닌데 익숙해질 법한데 숨기려 해도 그게 안돼텅빈 무대가 식어갈 때좀객석을 뒤로하네 지금 나 위로하네 완벽한 세상은 없다고 자신에게 말했나 점점 나 비워가네 언제까지 내 거예요 can't say I'm any less stressed, but listening to some BTS songs really does help, as it does. But um, yes, now that I'm a bit more calmed down, um, yeah, as I was saying, with the whole leftover thing, like, they just treated JK like that, because one, he's a kid, and second, because he's not a big-named artist, like, you know, how, like, some people from the comp- other big companies, you know, they're just from some no-name company, big hit, right? So they just, you know, shrugged him off like he was nothing. Like he, ne- like they knew that he wouldn't be successful in life. Like, and I think I recall they BTS as a group this time had revisited their talk show, and this was after their career had sort of taken off. Um, and they, and like obviously the interviewers had to pretend like nothing happened and it was just something in the past. But like, and it could be the fans just reading into it too much and it could just be that. But I know if it was me personally, I would still hold that grudge. And seeing them change their attitude so much must be so, like, it must be both so bitter yet so satisfying to see these people who once looked down on me and prove them wrong and have them be so respectful to me and like i don't know how i would have swallowed that pill and jk looked throughout that entire episode i mean sorry he looked really peeved throughout the entire episode but that just shows like how you know uh status of uh wealth and you know fame and stuff really does affect how you treat people because um technically jk was the same guy He's just older now. He's just got more money. He's just got more fame and recognition. Like, 
it doesn't like I don't see how your attitude should have changed. You should have treated him and anyone really with the respect that he deserved as another fellow human being, right? Why did it change so drastically now that he's so like so famous? Is it because you actually feel bad? Is it because you feel embarrassed to have been proven wrong? Or is it because you were embarrassed to have been caught? You know? To have been openly, um, you know, caught on the uh, like wrong end of the thing. I feel like you would still act like that if even if that person didn't become famous or something. Because no one would know about it. What you are is you're embarrassed that people know about it now. And people know how you truly are as a person. And, well sucks to be you. Anyway, no, I'm kidding. This is why we just need to be good people. And as heartwarming as hearing BTS's story about them going from, like, the, basically from the slums to the high rise, it's just, I know for a fact that a lot of people have been in the exact same shoes as BTS, except they didn't end up having the same, they didn't end up having the same, um, victory, the same success as BTS. Maybe they just never ended up debuting. Maybe they, like, debuted for, like, two years after working seven long, hard years behind the scenes, and then they just fiddle, fizzled out and died. Their dream, their passion, their money. Can you just imagine that? Like, we were able to hear BTS's story, their sob story from back in the day, and hear them, like, rise from the flames, like, phoenix and we can feel so proud of them but imagine being able to hear that same story without that knowledge that they succeeded in the end what if they failed the amount of things that they had sacrificed the amount of time the amount of money their body their health all for what for dead dreams failure bankruptcy like, it just, I know, it's a tough world out there to even become a celebrity, to be able to show your craft, and it's all about intent at the at the time right, as well, right? Like, to become a celebrity for the fame and for the money, or to become a celebrity to show your craft and your art and be able to perform your passion to the world. I don't really care about that stuff. Some people say it would affect what you would do. Uh, I'm not really talking about that, so I don't really care, but... It doesn't matter because the road is still really tough. And sometimes I know like there's this whole thing with movie movie stars as well. Directors and stuff like it's just it's such a difficult world out there because some people, some celebrities and stuff like to take advantage of their uh, their fame, their money, their influence. And they take advantage of other people like for example, like, we all know that there are these, like, sort of unspoken rules of the, um, Hollywood media industry, right? Like, behind the scenes, we don't actually know what's going on. I mean, like, this whole thing with Balenciaga as well, like, the whole child pornography thing, like, oh my god, it's just so, it's just so, like, to think such a big brand like Balenciaga can do what they're doing right now and get away with it just shows, like, what's up like it just shows how uh sucky our world is but i don't even want to go into that because that's so much more so much more upsetting and i will genuinely get so emotional and i can't i can't be bothered to talk about it because and like i might get something wrong and i might do i might get something whatever but it's just 
it's just such a hard thing to talk about. I might talk about it in a future in a completely separate episode, like the whole Balenciaga thing and the Hollywood thing, but, like, uh, that's just... That's something else. Um, oh, now that I'm talking about it, though, I can't I can't help but, like, think about it now. Like, what with... For example, like, Nickelodeon. You know how Dan Schneider is his name? The guy who's, like, behind iCarly and stuff like that. That guy definitely has a thing for kids. No doubt. No doubt about it. And I know Jeanette McCurdy, who plays Sam Pocket... Pocket? Sorry. Sam... Is it Pocket or Packet? No, po- <laughs> Sam Pocket, right? Okay, something's wrong. I don't know what it is, but Samantha from iCarly, or Sam and Cat, uh, she plays Sam, uh, wait, who, what am I talking about anymore? Oh my god, I'm, like, all over the place. Jeanette McCurdy, I know she has come out, and she had written an entire book about it, so you guys should definitely check that out if you want more information about the whole thing about just Nickelodeon being such a weird thing. But, anyway, that's probably another episode, like I said. But, with the whole unspoken rules and stuff, like, you know, people are directors or uh producers or whatever uh blackmailing actors or assistants or whatever with um basically saying how um if you don't do this with me then i'll make sure that no one will ever hire you again your name will be erased like you your career will never go up or you know and stuff like that it's just it's crazy and like people we will know about it, but people can never speak about it because they don't have the influence and the police can't do anything about it as well because there are just some people above the police that just leave it be, right? Why? Because of money. Because money controls the world. Money makes the world go around and wow, it's so fun. To think that money is just a flimsy piece of paper is crazy, right? Because money technically, technically means absolutely nothing, the only value that money is only so valuable because of the value that we put into it, right? You could just easily like, oh my god, like honest, honest, honest. It's just a piece of paper at the end of the day, right? Like, and you could just burn it. It can go wet, and it can be nothing. That is your. That is like my twenty bucks, my minimum wage, my hours worth of work can flow down in the wind or, like, in the toilet or whatever and get flushed away. And that's an hour's worth of my time and my hard work, right? That's just a piece of paper, though, right? Like, it's just a piece of paper. I don't know how to... I don't know how to say it, but it's just such a weird realization to think that this thing that makes the world so corrupt and um, makes the world go around has, like, the cogs turning in the system is just a piece of paper, and the fact how in every single country this same piece of paper has different value, like, what? I don't. And now, and now it's not even pieces of paper anymore. It's just plastic cards. That like we're using imaginary money. Literally, it's online money, right? You just it's banking money. You just pay way, and then boom, your stuff is paid for. You don't actually see the money. It's just you trust that the money gets transferred over. Like, I don't know, I don't know, it's so weird. I feel like I'm playing pretend all over again with fake money and stuff with, you know, plastic veggies and the whole fake kitchen and, you know, going to the grocery store and, you know, (coughs) waving your fake card to get these fake veggies. Like, but it's reality. The stuff, the stuff actually of value, like, um, gold and diamonds and stuff, that's, um, yeah, no, that doesn't, that doesn't really matter, does it? It's the, it's the paper that's what we should work for. It's, um, because it's 
money. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, we're so weird, eh? Like, human beings are so weird. I feel, we, like, create our own problems, right? Um, things could technically be solved if we were just unselfish people and we would just, we distributed everything evenly. But then again, that's like a utopia, right? That will never happen. Um, the day people, the day that billionaires start, oh, you know, that's just, that's even another topic that I don't want to get into. What was I again? I'm getting off track. Right. Celebrities. Anyway, um, imagine that, right? Like you're, sorry, I'm like jumping from topic to topic, but you guys know this by now. Um, imagine that though, like, um, having to struggle through BTS, like, what BTS had gone through, maybe perhaps worse, um, and not be able to get the positive outcome of it. All that time spent and is just gone, right? What would you do after that? What if you were estranged with your family because of your career choice, and you have to come back with your head down low, basically saying, you were right, I was wrong, I was wasting my time. How much would that kill you inside? You know? Like, I can't even imagine. And I just... Going back to the Lisa thing, right? Because I said she is stick thin. And I am so worried. One thing that I don't like about it... Because like I said, I was talking to my friend and she... And it's people like her that I realize really enables this sort of um, uh, behavior from big name companies. Like, I I don't really exactly blame her, my friend, really, kind of... um, Anyway, uh, we're not talking about her. But anyway, <laughs> it's just, it's people like that that sort of, uh, you know, let companies know that what they're doing is working, that they don't really need to care about their artists and that they should work them to the bone like they're dogs because it still rakes in the money. You know, people like it. And it's just, it sucks, right? Because, like I said, I was, when I first saw Lisa on the music video that I was watching, I was so concerned, because her ribs are literally, I said this, like, 80 times previously, but her lips are, lips, oh my god, I can't even speak, her ribs are literally protruding out of her stomach, guys, I'm so worried, and she's not even the only artist, it's other artists, other members of Blackpink, like, um, other girl groups and stuff, or guy groups as well, like, it's just, celebrities in general, they're just, they're held on such a tight leash, that they don't even have a personal life, and, like, don't even, don't even get me started on their dating life. Is that, like, it doesn't even exist, that's it. It's, it, it just doesn't exist. Because, you know why? Because fans, for some reason, feel so entitled to these celebrities and idols that they look up to that they can't even fathom the idea that these people that they don't even know personally, by the way, would want to be with someone else. Like, girl or boy, you're just, you're probably 12 years old or something, like, chill the frick out, (laughs) okay, touch some grass, (laughs) like, you don't own these celebrities, okay, like, their job is to entertain you, yes, but that's, that's pretty much as far as it goes, their personal life is not something for you to touch, okay, so please, get a life, like, for example, I was just reminded of this, all of a sudden, um, but, they they have no control of their lives at all to the point that every single second and bit like they don't have control of like 
over what they eat, what products they use with their like um, facial routine and stuff, or literally whatever. Like for example, Blackpink. Like I think you've seen all those joke videos from the fans that like because I laugh at them; they're hilarious. Because I think Blackpink was sponsored by um, Samsung, right? But they have iPhones, and like you could see in the snippets that the fans have cut out into one video whenever they're trying to cover an iPhone and like hide it away, like. It's funny and all, like, to laugh at that, but to not even have the freedom to be able to use a, a, um, a product that isn't sponsored, a product of your own choosing, because, you know, you don't get money from it. It's like, it's so wild to me. And I think for me, the biggest thing is the diet, for sure, because, um, I love food so much, and I, it's just, it's a, it's honestly, I can't fathom the idea of having to have your food restricted so much to the point that every number counts. And it's like, it's one thing if it was healthy. If it was healthy, then it's okay. It's fine. But clearly, whatever they're doing isn't healthy. Because like I said, Blackpink, specifically in this, and pretty much every other celebrity, but Blackpink specifically, they are so thin. I don't know how they're still standing. Like, if you look at them, they're so tall as well. And I guarantee you, they're probably, like, they probably weigh, like, around, like, no more than 45 kgs. Like, that's so, so dangerously low. And we, as the fans, can see this, and we know this, but we can't do anything about it. We're, we're in fact, encouraging it, sort of things. Like, the comments that we leave, like, oh, girl, slay, like, you look so pretty, like, you're so beautiful, or whatever. Like, these compliments, while they're nice to hear, they don't help. And I don't actually know how to help either, because like I said, it's like, it's a huge company, and it's like, it's not even one company, it's just the beauty standard, and challenging the beauty standard, challenging the media, the precedent that they're setting, it's just, that's not something that just one person can do, and I guess that's why I'm having this podcast episode today, like, I just wanted to let you know, to sort of like be more aware of this thing, because it's just, we, at the end of the day, we're the enablers, we're the ones who are encouraging this sort of behavior from companies um and we sort of just need to be more aware of what we're condoning and what we're not unknowingly or not because it's just it's just so sad like because they they're like puppets is what i see like i just sometimes they don't feel like real humans because of like the stuff that they're orchestrated to do and the things that they can't do and things like that but we have to remember that they're just as human as we are and it sucks what they're going through because imagine imagine you yourself going through what they're having to go through and and i asked this earlier i just genuinely don't think is the money is the fame really worth it if you can't spend the time to actually spend that money for whatever you want to actually live the life that you want to because you're so chained to the work this work that you've dedicated your life so much to that it's controlling your life to who you're dating to what you're consuming to what you're doing on your phone to literally everything so is is that work even worth it because you're not you're not going to be able to spend your money you don't have time to you don't have time to go on a holiday because you always have to work or else you're going to lose your physique and even if you are on break and stuff you can't eat whatever you want to because like i said you're gonna lose your physique who are you gonna hang out with like what friends have you made when you have just been working your butt off 
24-7. Like, seriously, who, who are you going to hang out with? Your manager? Your fellow band members? You've been hanging out with your fa- band members 24-7. They're practically family. That's fine. That's all nice and dandy. But you would want your personal space too, right? You would want to hang out with your old friends. But who was the last person you hang out with? Someone in middle school? In high school? What are they doing now? Are they even your true friends? Like, how do you know they're not going to take advantage of you and try to post a picture of you with them on social media so they could get, um, so they can, you know, jump on your fame? And it's just, it's like everything that you do is so calculated. There's no freedom at all. Because once you do have freedom, you don't actually have freedom. You don't have, you can't do anything. And what about your family? You don't, because I remember saying in the beginning how, like, um, being a k-pop idol or just like an idol in general is just such a controversial thing to do because it's so unsteady it's a sacrifice right and it's bound to cause some waves with family and stuff so i don't know what if you're not close with your family like what if you're estranged with them you can't even hang out with your family so genuinely let me just ask you what do you do then honest and now that we've you know reached at this point like in reflection to everything that I've just said, is it really worth sacrificing what we have now for all this materialistic stuff that we can't even spend time on? I don't know. It's just, it's something to consider, I think. I think I would rather, I would rather, you know, struggle with, you know, the financial issues we have now and, you know, hang out with the friends that I do now um, than have, you know, all those different types of issues. Because everyone... Like, like, I'm not saying that our job is easier than theirs. We both... We both struggle. Our, like, this different lifestyle of us. Uh, we all have problems. It just shows up in different forms. But I strongly believe that every problem that comes across in your life is catered specifically to you. And how um, you can definitely conquer whatever these problems that come. Like, maybe another person wouldn't be able to handle the problems that you have. But that's why it was given to you because it was known for a fact that you are able to solve those problems you know and that belief of mine has sort of really helped me through um some of the things that i've been going through as well and you might be thinking i'm a teenager what the frick am i you know going through but like i said everyone's got their own issues right everything everyone's going through everything at the same time different things whatever no matter the age right but yeah, so I wouldn't I wouldn't want to sacrifice my family for anything, my time and stuff. And to be able to work and actually see this hard work come into fruition through a vacation overseas to visit my grandparents or something, that's I feel like that would be so much more meaningful to me than to be able to have to buy a car that I won't even be able to drive because the paparazzi would have recognized that car as soon as I buy it so I can't even use it it'll just be hidden in my garage and I can't even cry or show real remorse without having someone pick up on it and an article being shown about it like sometimes you just want to cry right sometimes you just want to be by yourself and just sit with your emotions without anyone being there but to have that vulnerable part of you that vulnerable emotion be easily advertised to the world like for example the dating scandals and stuff like like I said i brought up Taylor Swift before, but Taylor Swift is also another prime example here. Her and her dating problems, right? Like, that being advertised online a lot, I know that's gotta be really tough, right? Her and her, um, exes. No one wants that sort of stuff to be aired online. And, like, 
I know you guys sort of go through the same thing as well. Like, whenever you're dating someone, you'd probably post pictures of them together on the internet and stuff like that, and you would, and you know, it's something to be proud of, your relationship and stuff, and that's fine. And then you break up. You would obviously immediately delete all your previous photos um, on Instagram or whatever and, you know, pretend it doesn't exist. Maybe stay up at 2am, put some inspirational quotes in, like on your story or something. I don't know, like the typical stuff, right? But being a celebrity, you don't have that sort of luxury because people will psychoanalyze the heck out of your relationship and they don't actually know what truly went on behind the scenes, but they would act like they know everything. And your photos together can never truly be deleted. Because it's literally everywhere on the internet. And fans would be saying, like, oh, no, I'm a child of divorce. Like, my OTP is broken up and I'm so sad they looked so good together without actually knowing the problems behind it. Like, no one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear that you and your ex look so good together and that they're a child of divorce. Like, what? That is just so weird. But because they're celebrities, suddenly it's okay suddenly it's fine to be able to talk about them and stuff like that and be able to force all these views and all this stuff and sometimes and I would hate to be the partner um of a celebrity as a normal person because the backlash the hate that you get to celebrities is one thing but at least you sort of have an idea because you as a celebrity have gotten used to that you've sort of grown up in the spotlight you you know what it's like but to be a regular person and to immediately get hit by all that hate and stuff like that that sucks like i don't know how like i can see why people keep their relationships a secret especially when it's with regular people as a regular person myself i will cry as soon as someone um says my sweater looks ugly in the privacy of my room okay if someone starts attacking my um ancestry my family members myself like how i look like the gaps in my teeth or like how how fat i am compared to everyone else or like my dark skin or literally anything like that pimple there like oh my god she doesn't know how to contour properly like oh my god look how short she is like oh my god she dropped out of high school or something like i don't know they they would dig up so many personal details of my life because like i said i'm a regular person i don't know how to i am like so worthless against the powers of people online and like some dedicated paparazzi people who are trying to look for some dirt on me oh my god this girl said um the s word like back in 2009 like you know and then that would be a huge scandal like clearly we have nothing to talk about if a scandal from 2009 can make mainstream media. Can you just think about that? Clearly we have no lives. Anyway, we all need to touch some grass. That's what I'm going to do. Um, so uh, I hope you guys enjoyed and you guys have sort of listened to what I've said and, you know, can consider it and, I don't know, be more aware of what we do, I guess. But, yeah, anyway, uh, I hope you guys have a great holiday. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you all for joining me today on Thoughts and Theories. I hope you've learned something new or taken away something to think about. I hope to see you all next time. Till then, this has been Thoughts and Theories with Asha Ama Asri. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.